Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Looking out the window of the studio, uh, you know, with this time change, it's now kind of dark again in the morning for a while. Anyhow, I see the uh, sky's going to be blue. Little clouds overhead, though. Ground dry. 61 degrees right now in Las Vegas. Going to get up to 77 today? Wow. But 79 yesterday. We're going to be in the 70s uh, throughout the weekend. Just in case you or a group of you are planning on coming to Las Vegas for the craziness of the first weekend of March Madness. Because you know that's, uh, that's happening. We are all set and ready for the NCAA college basketball tournament. Brackets are set. People are trying to fill out their brackets and trying to get that gazillion to one shot that you get them all right. In any case, that's going on. And, of course, all the other great stuff going on here in town. So just in case you're wondering what the weather is going to be like, that's what it's going to be like right now. Because what we're about a week away from spring, right, the official spring. Anyhow, that's the weather here, and we welcome you to the show as we emanate and originate here at Sports Talk 1400 AM. And, of course, uh, we cover the world, as you know, with our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, your iPhone, your Android, with your phone apps, KSHP phone apps, and, of course, your podcasting. So, however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the show. We're going to start out a week, of course, uh, like I said, anticipation. Uh, I can tell you this. If you're coming to Las Vegas... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, It'll, the books will be overflowing with folks here watching the basketball tournament. Not a bad time for you guys out there who are horse racing fans who kind of, you know, get them uh, introduced to the uh, great sport of kings, too, you know, because they're looking for action all the time. So wait and see what happens there, that's for sure. All righty. Uh, looking ahead. By the way, did I not hear that... Uh, the Congress uh, passed uh, a law, I guess we got to get it through the House now, where we don't have to ever worry about these time changes again, right? We're going to stay on daylight savings for the whole year. Everything, everybody's going to be on the same, so you don't have to change your clocks. So here's the deal. They told, told us, you know, for, at first blush, you sit there and say, wow, don't have to change the clocks anymore. But uh, uh, do we not have uh, all of these automatic clock changers now? What happens to them? Do they understand that they don't have to change the clock anymore? So it goes on and on and on. Anyhow, we welcome you to the show. Listen, it is now 52 days, 8 hours, 33 minutes and counting to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, And, of course, uh, people are starting to make arrangements for uh, where they're going to be and what they're going to do for the Derby. We want to remind you that uh, we're going to have a big Derby seminar at the South Point. Uh, We have... uh, uh, our usual guest, along with me and John Lindo, 
is Jonathan Hardoon. But he may very well be at Churchill Downs having interest in a horse that's running at Churchill Downs this year. And so with that in mind, he couldn't make a total commitment to be with us because we know he'd rather be in the Derby with an, a horse with interest in the Derby. I mean, my goodness. So um, we have reached out and got uh, Daily Racing Forms Brad Free. Brad Free is going to be with us on the Derby seminar panel. We're going to move it from the book to the Grandview Lounge, which is the uh, lounge right next door, so you have seats and a table and, and all that good stuff there. And, uh, of course, South Point always puts together derby packages, derby weekend packages for people who want to come in. And those pack that package starts uh, for the uh, derby weekend for Friday, May 6th and 7th, and all the goodies that go with it. About uh, It's uh, $299. So uh, make your plans. 52 days now. you got 52 days to do it, okay? Well, less than that, because 51 days we'll be doing the uh, seminar. Okay, anyhow, on our show we will have uh, Jonathan Hardoon with us. Jonathan uh, came up with two winners for us on Sunday. Yes, he did. Guys did great on Sunday. Jonathan had two winners. Uh, Jerry Jackowitz had two winners, two winning uh, plays. And... uh, John Lindo got a bad beat again at uh, Oaklawn. He ran second at 8-1. to one. And Tommy Massis, he gave us two horses. As you know, one was scratched. The other went, went off at 30-1 to one and finished second and paid twenty five forty to place. So we had Tommy and John finishing second, Hardoon and Jerry giving us both picks winners on Sunday. So I hope you guys made some money. I sure did with our handicappers on Sunday. And we hope they'll keep the mojo going today because Jonathan Hardoon will be with us. Tommy Mass is actually going to be with us as well. John Lindo will stop by, give us an update and some goodies of what's going on. Southern California racing. Of course, Jerry J will be with us with uh, his uh, Gulfstream power page uh, pick as well. It's going to be kind of a... Um, a derby uh, weekend of uh, non-derby prep races, really, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, this weekend coming up, Gulfstream Park will have uh, three nice stakes races. Now, the Hutchison used to be one of those races that you looked at for uh, three-year-olds trying to catch up on the derby trail. Not any, not anymore, but it's uh, still a race for uh, three-year-olds going six furlongs. That'll happen this weekend on Saturday. Laurel Park's going to kick in with uh, five more stakes races on Saturday. The private terms for three-year-olds at a mile and 16th. That doesn't hold any uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard points, though, but you never know what might come out of there. And, of course, uh, coming up this weekend, just uh, a days away on the 17th of March, will be St. Patrick's Day. And so in that theme, on uh, Saturday couple of days after St. Patty's Day. But on Saturday, uh, uh, Santa Anita will uh, host the Irish O'Brien Stakes. Irish O'Brien on Saturday. So uh, kind of a light weekend of racing as far as the big stakes races for, for Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Oak stuff. But nevertheless, gonna be, uh, we got to try to find a way of making money, don't we? Uh, Churchill Downs uh, made an interesting... Um, announcement the other day you remember that they bought arlington international Racecourse, and uh, consequently against uh all of the horsemen everybody in illinois uh, they closed that down and uh they reached a purchasing agreement for that state-of-the-art facility for horse racing with the national football league chicago bears so the Bears are going to own that property. Now, what they're going to do with it, I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be racing. So in any case, uh, Churchill Downs, you know, was kind of pressed by people. Well, what about all those big stakes races once upon a time at Arlington? So here's what they're going to do. Churchill Downs is going to have a special one-day Arlington Million Day program on August 13th at uh, Churchill Downs in cooperation with Ellis Park, who's running at that time. So they're going to run these big races at Churchill Downs. 
Ellis Park agreed. The Kentucky Horse Racing Commission and Kentucky Horsemen all agreed. So they're going to have a big Arlington Million Day program just one day on August 13th. Now, of course, that would be that date would belong to Ellis Park, but they're going to they're going to, you know, give way for Churchill Downs to do this. And uh, they're going to bring back all the big races, right? The Arlington Million, the Beverly D, the Secretariat, all those races that were held on Arlington Million Day will be held at Churchill Downs on that day, including the Modesty Stakes, the Arlington Stakes, the Chicago Stakes, the American Derby, and the Henshin. So they're going to make one of the big festival-type day going on to bring all those... uh, you know, marquee key races from Arlington to Churchill for that day. That is unusual, to say the least. All righty, let's get started on this uh, Wednesday because we got stuff to do. Hey, the sun's shining now. Looked out the window. Here it is. The sun is shining in Vegas. All righty, we'll be back with uh, your racing menu. Give you the twin Q results from Sunday at Station Casinos. You might want to pay attention to that. And then, of course, our handicappers as well. Don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas got to take a look at the weather around the country because uh, you know the weather is here is fine but there's going to be always fast and firm in our books right up and down the pacific coast beautiful weather but there's no racing You know, you don't have uh, Golden Gator, Santa Anita racing. Let's take a look at the parts of the country that do. Uh, Through the middle part of the country, clear as a bell. Gulf Coast clear as a bell. You get some action. You get some rain action going on through uh, Tennessee and and, uh, Georgia, et cetera, down there. And and a tip right at the top of uh, Florida. But I don't think it's going to make much difference with the tracks. Although Tampa Bay has already uh, declared that they're going to be off the turf today. So there's going to be no uh, turf racing today at Tampa Bay. As far as the Northeast is concerned, every, all that junk cleared out. And uh, I guess it's kind of nice weather there. Hopefully um, the uh, temperatures are getting better as well. So that's the deal there. We're going to go to the menu. Tell you what's happening today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas... These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books, listening at Sports Talk 1400 AM. But if you're listening, uh, however, wherever, whenever, on all those other platforms we have, the websites, the phone apps, the podcasting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you are in another time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone, 
because our first post times, mm -hmm, yep, they are the Pacific time zone first post time start times. Adjust, even with the time changes, just adjust to the Pacific time zone. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, you ready? I said, I asked, are you ready? Okay, good. Here we go. We begin with uh, Tampa Bay Downs. Now remember, Tampa Bay, no turf today. First post time is 9.15 at Tampa Bay. 9.15 at Tampa Bay. They got a pick six jackpot carryover. 43244 bucks today at Tampa Bay. First post time, 9.15. All right, then we go to Mahoning Valley. Mahoning Valley Racecourse. They got a pick six jackpot carryover. $89,247. Their first post time is 9.45. 9.45, first post at Mahoning Valley. Following that comes Parks Racing. Parks has a pick five jackpot carryover. $34,093. Pick five, jackpot, Parks Racing. First post time, 9.55 today at Parks. Following that, Gulfstream Park. The championship meet continues. Gulfstream Park's first post time is 10.05. 10.05 at Gulfstream. Now, you know, they had that mandatory payoff the other day, so they'll start their pick six jackpot anew at Gulfstream today. First post time, 10.05. Following that, at 11.05 is Fairgrounds. Fairgrounds will begin their racing at 11.05 this morning. Then we go to Turf Paradise, Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise, first post time is 125. Pick six jackpot carry over there, 26,064 bucks. First post time, Turf Paradise, 125. Then we go out to Sam Houston. Sam Houston will kick off at uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon. 2 o'clock is first post, Sam Houston Park. Super high five jackpot carry over there, $23,846. And then. We'll go to um, Penn National. Penn National's first post time is 3 p.m., 3 o'clock. First post time, Penn National Pacific. And then we wrap it up with the nine tracks on our menu today with Charlestown. Charlestown races, pick six, jackpot carryover, $80,212. First post time is at uh, 4 p.m., 4 p.m., first post at Charlestown. That's your nine-track racing menu for today. Okay? All right. Now, you know, some people just, I mean, you know, the, the Kentucky Derby Seminar is really a kind of a special, neat thing that we do here. But, you know, what people, what are they going to do? Are they going to get married on that day? Are they going to have a baby on that day? <laughs> Or they have the audacity to have a horse in the derby that day. Jonathan Hardoon, come on. <laughs> Hello, Good morning. How are you? You are you have you you're on the threshold of having an experience of a lifetime with being connected your son, being connected with a horse that has an absolute five star chance not only to make the derby, but possibly win the derby. And you got a guy like Brad Cox training him, huh? Yeah, there's, the name is uh, Cyberknife Ralph. If you remember, we were talking about this horse uh, since last year. Yeah. And uh, all he's got to do is uh, run one, two, I guess, in the Arkansas Derby. And uh, he'll be one of the choices there, and I'll have enough points, and he'll get in. So when John Lindell and Mary Jungris asked me if I would do the <laughs> seminar like I do every year, <laughs> I was like, uh, you got a little problem. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure they understood and everything uh, else. But on another Sunday radio show that I do that John Lindo's on, he got on and he was plugging the seminar and he said that Brad Free and Ralph Scirocco would be doing it. Uh, and I got bombarded, Ralph. With Did emails? Fired from South Point? Yeah, with emails uh, and texts. You know, he didn't explain why I wouldn't be there. It was not like by choice. Well, I guess it was by choice, but certainly. Oh, uh, no, no, I I, actually, actually, yeah. that's not by choice because, uh, you know, yeah. if you, it, big, big, an opportunity of a lifetime there, I don't think we would even, uh, you know, I, I don't think even Mary, when she heard about it, said, oh, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. You know, like she understood completely. Yeah. Everybody understands. My goodness. Maybe, yeah, uh, but, but I'll, ta I'll tell you what, but I, I'm going to tell you right now, one thing you got to do. Is when that horse is 
in the winter circle for the Derby, and they start doing the interviews and all that. You better plug Race Day Las Vegas. I hold the sign up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a Race Day Las Vegas cap. How about that? Oh, you got one. one. You got one. Yeah, I'll definitely wear it. You got to wear it, pal. Oh, this got to be exciting, though, right? So, Archie Derby is is the uh, litmus test for us, right? Yeah, uh, that's going to be. You know, we got to hit the board. We got to probably run one too. But listen, uh, he's a he's a bit of a green horse, and uh, hopefully, he's getting his head uh, straightened out. He ran real well last time out. Yeah, he ran yeah. a big figure on the sheets. He ran an eight, and uh, let's see what happens. Well, I know you had a big figure on Race Day Las Vegas on Sunday. You text us two horses, both of them won. Uh, the one at Santa Anita paid $8.40, part of the early pick four and uh, pick five. But uh, at Aqueduct, and what I thought was a great ride, uh, your horse in the ninth and final race out of the breach won and paid eighteen eighty, coming from the clouds to win. 1880 works, Ralph. Oh, Even definitely. the horse at Santa Anita, that was a tough race. You know, I was surprised that that horse was bet in half. I think he was 6-1 to one morning line or something. He went up 3-1, to one, and that was a difficult race. But listen, exactly. it's nice to give out winners and uh, certainly get a positive response when, when that happens, and, and that's good. It was a seven-horse field. Only one horse was morning lined at double digits, and it was extremely competitive. That 840 was a giant 840 because there were all all the horses in that race were about a tick or two either above or below that, and it was really hard. That was the type of race where somebody, if they wanted to stay alive and didn't get a pick from you, might have had to go or four or five or maybe uh, the all button in that to, to stay alive. It was a very difficult race. The 840 does not... Um, is not testament to how uh, tough that race really was. But the 1880 in the last race at Aqueduct, that was a nice score. Pick six at Aqueduct that day paid 27229 on Sunday. So um, uh, that was a nice little anchor. And con- congratulations to the other handicap. It's $25 to place. It's like having a one of bullies. Tommy's going to come on in just a minute, but here's what happened. Tommy gave us two horses. He teched out two horses on Sunday. The uh, the first of the two got scratched. So we went on the air. And as you know, when we go on the air, it is very difficult to do anything else but to continue to to, to uh, get the commercials and all the other information we got to get out on the show. So I uh, got a text from him after the show was over. I got saw the text, and he replaced that scratch horse with another one. And you know what happened. He won. He won and paid, I think, seven. He was, uh, well, he'll tell us in a minute. I think it was 17 to 1 or something. But he had a. Wow. Yeah. He had a 30 to 1 shot that ran second and paid 25 40 to place. I mean, if you're betting win and place, that's like a win bet. That's what I'm saying. That's a terrific job, believe me. I mean, uh, it's not easy to do what we do. You know, people always. Yeah, uh, I know. Knocking us and things, believe me. You know how many times you're between two horses and pick the wrong horse for the radio and the other horse wins? Not only that. It's not an easy thing to do. You know, not only that, you're doing it early in the morning before you can assess any of the uh, track conditions, track any, bias, any biases, track or, and the yeah. odds. Because sometimes, you know, we're always looking for value. If you pick a horse and it gets bet down so much, you sit there and say, you know, this horse might win, but I can't take him at those odds. Exactly. And you have a lot of listeners to this show, Ralph. So a lot of horses that are given out on this show from all the handicappers really get bet down. You have a, a good following and uh, you have a great stable of handicappers. You do. And you're uh, obviously you're one of them. That's for sure. Not you, me do. You do. Well, <laughs> you're, 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 you, you picked two winners on Sunday. I didn't. <laughs> you know, you're the captain of the ship. Though. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I don't do any handicapping. So I'm just listening to you guys and all that good stuff. I know, uh, Jonathan, that you're uh, you're always uh, knee deep in all of the handicapping for all the tracks around the country. But do you do you t- pay any attention to the college basketball tournament at all? I do. I fill out a bracket. I'm usually eliminated, like after two <laughs> games, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I watch the rest of the world. Yeah, so, but you don't have any favorite <laughs> college that's in in the uh, in the tournament then? Nah, I, I like to refer underdogs. You know, it gets exciting when an underdog keeps going, and you love the Cinderella stories. And uh, yeah, wasn't every it? Year there seems to be one or two of them. A couple of years ago, isn't it? Uh, the uh, that little school out of Maryland knocked off uh, sixteen, knocked off a number one first time it's ever happened in the tournament. That must that had to be exciting. 
It's like that movie Hoosiers. You yep. know? I don't know if you yep. saw it, but yep. it's a classic, and uh, that's what it's all about. It really, it's great. College sports is great. I like it honestly better than professionals because they seem to care a lot more, and uh, the fans get into it. It's just a good thing. Yes, it is. Now, I do want to mention one more thing now. You're not doing the Derby seminar because uh, we're hoping that you have one of the favorites for the Kentucky Derby. But that doesn't give you a pass on sending us picks for that day, you know. The phone works the same in Kentucky as it does yes, in New it York. Yes, it does. Okay. So. <laughs> and not only, not only that, but I, I would be, uh, I would, it would be insulting for me to ask you to pick a, a horse to win the Derby if you're in it. So I won't do that. Well, I'll, uh, you're right. I, I probably will have a biased opinion that yes, day, to tell you the truth. But you, if you got a long shot in the Derby, you can give it to me to exact a box or something. I'll, I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I'm, gonna, I'm not going to leave hang you out the dry, Ralph. I'm uh, always there for you. All right, my man. Well, what are we doing today? I know you got sheets for Tampa Bay and Gulfstream, so are you going to give me a pick at each joint? Is that the deal? Yes, sir. We're First all... one comes in the fifth. I'm sorry. I'm We're sorry. We're off the turf at Tampa. Yeah, good. We're off the turf at Tampa. Golf's in the turf is good. The track is good. Okay. And uh, hopefully the rain stays away and they'll stay on the turf. Okay. All right. Let's go to race number five at Gulfstream Park. Five furlongs on the turf. And I like the number 10 horse in here, Radiant, Radiant Gem. This is a three-year-old filly from the Steve Closeras farm. This horse has one race sprinting on the turf. It was the first race of her life last year at Belmont Park. If she runs that figure today, and I think she is, uh, she has a heck of a shot of upsetting at a price. Edwin Gonzalez aboard for trainer Steve Closeras, 8-1 to one on the morning line. Number 10, Radiant Gem, upsets and wins today's fifth race at Gulfstream Park. Five furlongs on the turf, outside post, uh, one of the outside posts, number 10, Radiant Gem. Number 10, Radiant Gem in the uh, fifth race, which, of course, is the anchor for both the early pick five and early pick four today at Gulfstream. Gulfstream fifth race again, number 10, Radiant Gem, as Jonathan's play at Gulfstream. And we're going to get one at Tampa Bay now, I would assume. Tampa ninth and final. Originally scheduled for a mile and a 16th on the turf will now be run on the main track. And I like the number six horse in here, Skillful. Five-year-old from the Douglas Nunbarn has just cast it on a board to ride. This horse was listed at eight to one, but that's for the turf. This horse is probably going to be half that price, but take it uh-huh. because he lays over the field on the dirt. Number six, skillful, pick five, pick four, pick three, single in today's ninth and final out of Tampa Bay. All right, we're going to anchor all of those race over race bets with a singleton in the last race, the ninth race at Tampa Bay. That is number six, skillful, the six. In the ninth race at Tampa Bay is Jonathan's play. And I know, Tamp, uh, you got a full sheet for Tampa Bay and Gulfstream today, right? That's correct. Tomorrow, by the way, Ralph, uh, Oakland Park is starting to add Thursdays yeah. now to make up for their canceled day. So tomorrow we'll have both Oakland and Gulfstream selections. All right. You got it, my man. Thank you so much. And uh, let's see, keep our fingers crossed for the uh, the bay at the track. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Tommy. Now, Tommy, you texted me that horse. Uh, was it during the show or after the show? Because I, I don't get any texts during the show. We just don't have time to check, check them. Yeah, it was at about uh, 11.07 when I got the scratches. Mm-hmm. And the horse, what would the horse go off at? Oh, uh, just give me a second. I was just getting the scratches at Gulfstream. Okay, well, um, I got him as well here. So. Yeah, it was uh, the seventh race, number five, Catch the Party, paid 3680 Nice. But we keep telling everybody on the show that they can get your selections, right? And you can tell them where they can get them again right now. No, I just got them on with you, Ralph. Guys guys, start texting, you know. Uh, guys no, no, I mean. Uh, me on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. Do you do, do, you do anything? Do you put them out on, on Twitter or anything like that? No, guys were messaging me, and then I just said, listen, I'm going on Ralph's show. My picks will be on every day. got to listen to Ralph for oh, now until so I get my website up and running, and then we'll see if we give up picks or not. We're, you know, it's in its infancy. We're not sure what we're going to do, really, but I guess there will be picks on there or else. Well, good. Then uh, we, can put a, we can put a link on your uh, website to uh, listen to the show, too. Yeah, 100%. All right, now, uh, so that's the one that, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get on the air because of, uh, you know, the uh, timing. But, boy, that uh, that horse at Gulfstream, 
did a lot. I mean, uh, Frozen Solid was the name of the horse, and that horse was out winging for a long time. Finished second, paid twenty five forty to place. That ain't too shabby, my man. And finished second, uh, I, I believe, to a horse that uh, paid twelve forty, right? Yeah, you know, I saw the race actually. You know, I don't want to be mad about it, but I saw the one in the I think it was the ten or eleven going to battle, and he was going to sit in behind. And the one got loose on the lead, and we sat second, and you know, one two, you know, right around the track. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you're on a you're on a phone that uh, we're getting breaking up. I can still hear you, but it's a little uh, breaking up a little bit out there. So, folks listening on on uh, on the show, it's not uh, it's not anything uh, with your radio or whatever, however you're getting us. It's uh, it's just the connection here. Uh, all right, so um, you know, we're ready for some more picks. First of all, some good news I just read on Patrick Cummings, TIF on Twitter. It's a must-follow. Kentucky House Bill 607, which that's the parimutuel breakage bill, passed. So good news for horse players. And that means that the breakage, instead of being held uh, by the track, will go back to the players? Yeah, instead of, uh, you know, rounding it up to 210, it'll now be 211, 212, 214. Whatever it shakes out to be. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a rounding anymore. It's just a, a, it's an exact of what it should be and payoff, right? Yeah, and I don't know about rounding. It was more like a pounding on horse players. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Uh, the pounding rounding is stopped now. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yes. All right, what, as for uh, Gulfstream, you know, they're tweeting that they're on the turf a couple hours ago. Uh-huh. Well, I'd hold my breath. You know, oh. it, it was sunny, it poured, now it's sunny, but there's clouds around. You just never know down here. Yeah, you're right. At this time of the year, they, they, you get uh, systems that go through there that make a mess out of the track in about 15 minutes. So we'll wait and see. But uh, I'm getting glare from the sun, and the clouds are black on the other side. So who knows what's going to happen here. All right. So what, uh, what, are you, what are you predicting here? I don't know. <laughs> just wait and see. <laughs> Okay, let's get some picks. Yeah, I don't know. They're saying it's going to be on turf. They might dig in their heels, but, you know, before you put in those pick fives or pick fours, I'd double check. Duly noted, my man. Okay, uh, best bet of the day, uh, race three, number four, fire and spice, seven to two morning line, probably be more like three to two, but, you know, it's going to get a perfect setup here and should uh, zoom by them all in the stretch. And, Number four, fire and spice. Right, the seven horse lady and heels is scratch, six horse field, and you got, uh, well, you got a, a guy named uh, Ortiz aboard. Jose, though. Yes. Jose Ortiz, yes. number four, fire and spice, seven to two on the morning line. That'll be uh, in the uh, third race, your first selection for us. You got uh, something uh, that's a longy? Uh, no, not really. So I'll give you uh, the, the race, Mister Hardoon picked. Uh, I would use musical design in the exact as a first-time starter of Wesley Wards. I'll work the other Wesley Ward that I ride is on. So I would use that horse. So you're saying that the, his fifth race selection, the ten horse Radiant Gem, you would use in a box with the six musical design. Yes, and so it's and- kind of the same situation as uh, the horse I gave you on Sunday in the last race. Was all working the other Brian Lynch horse, with, which you know was the favorite. Uh-huh. Kind of the same situation here. This one has Jarmillo, who hardly rides for. Uh, he's one for one with a ten dollar and forty cent ROI for Wesley Ward, but you know the other one went to Irad. Yeah, that well. one will take all the money. So. Yeah, let me let me kind of set it up uh, for folks there. That's the fifth race today at Gulfstream. Now Jonathan came with number ten in that fifth race, Radiant Gem. And in the race, uh, Wesley Ward has two horses entered, number six, Musical Design with Jaramillo aboard, and number three, Anna and Mia uh, with Irad aboard. And uh, you like the six, Musical Design, to be in the exacta with number 10, Radiant Gem, correct? You got it. Okay. One more. Yes. We're going to go to uh, the fairgrounds, race three. Number four, come on V or come on V should be loose on the lead. All it has to do, I think, is just break from the gate cleanly and bye-bye. So it's a gate-to-wire, bottom out the field in the third race at the fairground, number four. You got it. 
Okay. And now, of course, um, uh, Tommy, while you're working on your website, I know it's uh, disheartening for folks, uh, but uh, we want to be clear about this and fair and balanced, uh, certainly, that we uh, did get the text, but it was after uh, we got off the air. And uh, so um, you're just going to have to find Tommy and uh, bug him to get more picks. That's all there is to it. But he's on our show, that's for sure. And, Tommy, you'll be with us again tomorrow, right? You got it. I wouldn't dare miss it. All right. You well, got unless it. I had a horse in the derby. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted for that, too, Tommy. Thanks a lot, my man. Good luck, everyone. All right. Well, we got John Leno coming out. He's going to chew some fat with us about what the heck is going on in racing these days. <laughs> and, of course, right after the break, I'll give you the results of the twin queue that happened Sunday at Station Casinos. It was carried over into Sunday from Saturday. I'll just leave you hanging for that. We'll get the result right after this. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. to the uh, uh, the Twin Q payoff on Sunday. So Sunday, the, the uh, Twin Q at uh, Station Casinos was carried over from Saturday. And that was $6,871.20 carried over from Saturday to Sunday. It featured two races at Oaklawn Park, the 7th and the ninth races on Sunday at Oaklawn Park. And at Oaklawn Park on Sunday... The first half of the twin queue, the winner paid twenty three eighty. The second horse paid fourteen eighty. Eh, some people might be alive with a carryover. But then the ninth race at Oaklawn on <laughs> the ninth race at Oaklawn on, on Sunday. The winner paid ninety two dollars and forty cents. The second horse was disqualified from second. They placed Obviously, another horse in there. That horse paid seven twenty to place. So the winning numbers were five and nine and five and ten, and nobody had it. So, come Friday at Station Casinos, the Twin Q carryover will be nine thousand three hundred twenty-five dollars and sixty cents. That's a way of kicking off. A March Madness weekend for horse players here in town. All righty. Now we're going to get to uh, John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Doing fine. We've got a couple of things going on at Santa Anita, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, it was announced uh, late Sunday afternoon that this coming Saturday there will be a mandatory payout in their Rainbow Six. So if you know, even if uh, somebody hits on our Friday, there's a carryover in that jackpot of about $385,000. So assuming there is no single ticket on uh, on Friday, there'll be a what basically works out as a, a carryover in the pick six on uh, Saturday. Right, and and again, even if uh, even if if it's hit on Sunday, whatever's in the pot on Saturday is going to go out the door anyhow, right? Yeah, if, if there's a, if there's a single ticket jackpot Friday, then we're just playing a regular pick six uh, conditions on Saturday. And the pick six jackpot going into Friday, 358858 If more than one winner hits that jackpot, it's going to carry over into Saturday. Jackpot provision off, all the money in the pot, plus all of those double dimes going into the uh, pool to try to catch it will all be paid off to the best tickets. Right. So there's something, you know, if, if you like those kind of wagers, uh, you've got something to shoot for on Saturday at Santa Anita. Now we got the ongoing soap opera of Bob Baffert, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, tomorrow's an important day. Uh, tomorrow is when he's scheduled to have his hearings in the courts in Kentucky. 
he'll try and get a stay on that suspension. Uh, you know, the appeal that he had, had put in uh, with the the racing commission was turned down a couple of weeks ago. So now he's going to the courts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he is not granted a stay uh, while they do some due process in that uh, suspension, then the suspension kicks in on March the 22nd. And per the rules in California, if you have a suspension that long, which is 90 days, and he would have to disperse his barn, which means he would have to move out of his stalls at Santa Anita, disperse those horses to other trainers. Oh. It would basically put him out of business. So a pretty important day uh, tomorrow for the Bob Baffert stable. Now, this is uh, not the same as when they barred uh, Jerry Hollendorfer because what was happening with Jerry Hollendorfer wasn't by by virtue of or under the, uh, the uh, rulings of the California Horse Racing Board. It was under the ownership of the track and the Stronach organization, right? Yeah, the the uh, Hollendorfer situation was a house rule mm-hmm. uh, where they just decided, uh, you know, they, they didn't want him on the grounds. And, in fact, uh, I think they go to trial on that whole decision uh-huh. on, on April the 4th. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, the Bob Baffert thing is, is this is, a, you know, a, a state, a Kentucky state ruling mm-hmm. that uh, he has to go ahead and, and he's fighting right now. So we'll see what happens as far as, uh, what he does with the course tomorrow, and uh, I don't know when they will announce the findings. Obviously, they'll have to announce it before March the 22nd, yeah. because if nothing changes, then he'll have to start that suspension. Wow, and then he's dispersing uh, his, his stable at Santa Anita. Yeah, and that that would be an interesting cause. I mean, he's he's been in that barn, uh, God, how long? Decades. Yeah. And uh, we want to also put it on the footnote there that his assistant, cannot take over training the horses as the assistant. He has to actually go out and get a license and become an individual trainer, correct? Yeah, he cannot uh, turn those horses over to somebody else who's been associated with the barn. It would have to be uh, you know, a completely different set of trainers who have their own uh, uh, setup or their who own have, accounting. You who know, have the, been independent the, the, before. Exactly. The, yeah, okay. Com- completely separate from the Bob Baffert stable. Wow. Man, I got to tell you, if this is not a movie, starting out with Medina Spirit in his modest background, all through what he did, and then the ongoing thing with Bob Baffert, I don't know. I'm telling you, it's it's wild and crazy. Yeah, it just uh, it keeps evolving. It really is. It's a real saga at this point. It is. It is. I mean, you th- you think one of these cable stations wouldn't have it as a weekly series? Anyhow, we only have 52 days to go to the Kentucky Derby, and uh, the glaring horse uh, that's under Bob Baffert's care hasn't even started a race yet this year, sitting on his Eclipse Award-winning laurels and, of course, his uh, win in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, and that's Corniche. What's going on with him? From what I I have not seen a workout on Corniche yet, so uh, much less racing this year. I don't think he's worked. He was down in based in Kentucky getting some R&R and I don't know if he had started training up at the Windstar Farm back there, but as far as I know, he has not had a published workout at any racetrack, and I don't think he's in California. So I don't know what's happening with him. Uh, as far as the other Bob Baffert uh, horses, you know, you have a horse like Messier, uh-huh. who, who's, uh, I think, pointing to the, the – he worked a, a terrific five furlongs this past weekend, 59 and change, and uh, he's on track for whether it be the Santa Anita Derby or Arkansas Derby. But – you know, before his next race, they will have to make a decision. If they're going to try and get Kentucky Derby points and go, uh, they'll probably, unless, unless the ruling comes back where Bob Baffert gets a stay, even at that point, the house rule in Kentucky doesn't change. He's still not allowed to run a horse at, in, in Kentucky. So uh, there'll have to be a trainer change for him to, to acquire Kentucky Derby qualifying points. But let me ask you this now. You say that if it, he gets the stay, he can't run any horses in Kentucky or just at the Churchill Downs owned and operated tracks? Just a, Again, that's a house rule, so it would be just at Churchill, Churchill Downs, Downs so. operated tra- tracks, exactly. So he could, if he wanted to, run at Ellis, but I don't think he will. That's not, and I don't think that's his goal. No, no I don't either. That's for sure. <laughs> I will say, though, that there's a lot of goals from people who've been based in Southern California for a long time that's making their way out of Southern California. The latest is, of course, Pratt and Rispoli, and, of course, Jeff Mullins sending a string of horses to Gulfstream Park. And you can see, to some degree, why, because I, I guess uh, Saratoga announced a huge um, uh, stakes program at Saratoga, 
uh, they're going to offer uh, 77 stakes races worth uh, $22,635,000 this summer. And they're going to run, uh, I guess, races out of a, a new one-mile shoot, the Wilson shoot. Uh, I, I guess that's the first time uh, this year they're going to use it. They they had it a long long time ago and and they had uh, you know re- revamped the track and taken away the shoot but they're putting that one mile shoot back in uh-huh. because at Saratoga you went from sprint races all of a sudden to a mile, mile and an eighth, eighth. There, right right there was no in between so the one mile configuration will be a one turn race at Saratoga and that'll be you know it's a different niche for different kinds of horses you'll see those horses in the one turn miles at Churchill Downs. So there, there are places that have that kind of race, and it'll it'll be something different for Saratoga. Yeah, it will be. That's for sure. And of course, one final footnote: the winner of the Pegasus World Cup Invitational, Life Is Good, is uh, starting his final workouts for the twelve million dollar Dubai World Cup. That comes up in what a week and a half, right? Yeah, I think it's the twenty sixth. He had his final workout in the United States for that race uh, mm-hmm. earlier in the week, and hopped the plane on uh and they are now the the american horses are now in dubai maidan city training up for the uh, dubai world cup and we do know that uh, doug o'neill had sent a, a string of horses there beforehand too right yeah i think he's got eight or ten horses he's had a good dubai world carnival i think he's won five races down oh, yeah. there so barnes doing good including hot rod charlie who is pointing for the world cup and he's training very well from what i understand well, John, all I got to say is that uh, that hearing is going to have a rippling effect, certainly in Southern California, if Baffert has to disperse his uh, stable uh, to comply with the uh, regulations. And with uh, the five horse fields, sometimes we get in Southern California, sometimes with two out of the five under the Baffert banner, uh, man, this is going to be uh, uh, certainly uh, trying for Santa Anita. Yeah, it really is, uh, and uh, so you know, I don't know what else to say about it. And that we'll just have to see what the uh, what comes up out of the out of these hearings, uh, what the result is, and what it forces the Bob Baffert and his stable what they they're forced to do. Like I said, if he gets to stay, he can continue training on, and and obviously he'll keep racing in Santa Anita. Well, I could say one thing: uh, with a lot of the decisions that Churchill Downs has made uh, in the past, uh, certainly have not agreed with a lot of people in racing. But the one thing they did do that I think is going to be, uh, you know, uh, embraced by everybody in racing is is having that big Arlington Million Day reconstituted as a one-day special event at, uh, at Churchill. Yeah, but you know, when I see that, it kind of makes me a little bit sad. And that you think about all the uh, Illinois horsemen yeah, that would have been over there participating. And okay, the, it's nice they're running the stakes race, but uh, all those horsemen that are being displaced or, or out of business because they closed Arlington, which to me was an absolutely gorgeous track. Yeah. So uh, it, it brings back some memories that that are a little bit sad. Well, we, uh, you never know. The Chicago Bears might want to get in the racing business and uh, just, uh, you know, reopen Arlington as a racetrack. You never know. Go Bears. The Bears. Yeah, Bears down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, in this business, I wouldn't doubt anything, Ralph. Uh, no kidding, John. All right, you're back to work tomorrow because uh, Oakland uh, kicks in tomorrow with the Thursday card, right? I'll be ready to go for Oakland tomorrow. All right, you got it. Thanks, John. Good luck. All right, we're going to come back and get some winners out of Jerry Jackwitz because he gave us uh, winners on Sunday. Yeah, he did. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. The only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Now we're going to go to uh, Jerry Jackwood standing by. 
Jerry, you left us uh, with uh, good dinner money on uh, Sunday uh, with a winner at uh, Santa Anita. Fourteen forty. that winner paid, smiling goodbye. And, uh, and of course, uh, at Gulfstream Park, you gave us uh, the winner, uh, proven strategies at 920, and the exacta, $2 exacta, paying 2440 So good stuff. Yeah, I, I love the name of that for smiling goodbye. You know, if you had a couple of bucks on him and he turned for home and you saw he was smiling, she was smiling goodbye. <laughs> she won. She yeah, said that was it. great. Yeah, it was. Good stuff, that's for sure. Uh, I, well, I guess you, uh, do you have an update on your ROI? Uh, it's point eighty nine right okay, now. Okay, one eighty five eighty against two hundred eight bet. You're like the weather. You're getting. You're warming up. Yeah, yeah. It's getting. It's getting to spring here at the uh, uh, power page. All right. Sure. What do we got? Uh, what do we got going today, at Gulfstream? Oh, just a couple of eight nice races. Uh, just a nice Wednesday at Gulfstream. Always fun to, uh-huh. to do. And uh, I got a couple of plays for you today. Um, listen. All right. Let's. Let's start. By the way, I just want to say I'm I'm playing horses. I said I started obviously in New York, uh, 1977. I think was my first year playing the thoroughbreds, mm-hmm. and I never heard of the Wilson shoot. <laughs> well, you will this year. Are right, we got uh, we got a minute to get two? Okay, let's go to the fourth. We'll take. Uh, we're going five and a half on the all weather track. We got the six horse always gambling. Something we're doing all the time, but we're really not gambling. We're playing the horses. I like the six. Mm-hmm. Nicely with the wind bet here, and play the six with the one three five, and do reverses. All right, number six, always gambling the six over one three five and reverse two dollar ROI two to win on the six in the fourth race at Gulfstream. Another, yeah, let's go to the sixth race. I'm not, not sure exactly how to play this. Certainly, we're going to make a wind bet on number four, Gitana. And then we're going to play an exact of four five five four. Then I might put in some smaller exactors four over the seven eight. Small reverses, seven eight over the four. I love the four in the six race. The four, Gitana is uh, three to one on the morning line uh, with a couple of scratches in that race. But the four is the key, and the uh, big pop is four five five four. And then you're going to take the four over the seven and eight for a little bucks as well. So the four is the key. The two dollar ROI, two to win on the four in the sixth race. You bet. All right, power pages <clears throat> for all of uh, Gulf. God, you got me. Uh, all choked up with those. So those winners. Have been <laughs> yeah. In any case, get the uh, full power pages for all the golf stream today at all the uh, station casinos free of charge. Don't forget station casinos two day twin Q carry over nine thousand three twenty five sixty mm. on Friday as well. So uh, as we start our week of March madness here in Las Vegas, the sun is shining bright now. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.